Hey there, this is Jeanine Ledford, your intercultural creativity keynote speaker, and this is the Diamond Mentor Moments on the Create and Grow Rich podcast, produced by Cafe Strategies, an industry leader and founder in intercultural creativity training. These are just short gems to help you grow in your intercultural creative thinking, which is now the number one skill needed in this global workforce. We hope you enjoy the lessons learned here and don't forget to look for the book, The Seven Gems of Intercultural Creativity, How to Connect, Create, and Innovate Across Cultural Lines. Now enjoy this gem. Today, we're gonna talk about leadership and how it affects team creativity. First of all, intercultural creativity is a process of problem finding and problem solving with value, relevance, and novelty with people from various cultural backgrounds, lived experiences, and differences from you. So that's intercultural creativity. That's the end result that we want. People to come together, create together, and innovate together. Now, what does leadership have to do about this? Intercultural creativity rises and falls on leadership because it's up to leaders to know how to create positive team climates. Some of you guys have been hearing the term psychological safety. That's a term that is really getting a lot of traction now because it is imperative to have this in place for intercultural creativity, for innovation. Psychological safety is a precursor to adaptive, innovative performance, which is needed in today's rapidly changing environment at every level, the individual level, the team level, and the organizational level. So how do you really make sure your leaders are trained to really insert positive team climates and psychological safety within their teams? First of all, let's review types of leadership because that plays a big part in how they synthesize their types of leaderships in order to create these climates. We first have authoritative leadership. Now this is the old way that it's been done. Basically, it's my way or the highway. This is very detrimental to psychological safety because you have team members who don't feel that they can speak up, they definitely don't feel that they can challenge authority, and they don't even feel that they can possibly really collaborate and interconnect with their colleagues well in fear of the repercussions for leadership. They also don't feel the freedom to take risk. And if you're gonna have a intercultural creative culture, you have to have a freedom to take risk, to make and learn from mistakes. So authoritative leadership, this type of leadership that we've seen a lot and it's heading out the door because organizations know that you can't have creative output with authoritative leadership. This type of leadership is not the type that we want for psychological safety and positive team climate. Let's look at the other three types of leaderships that we do want to make sure that our goals are in place for psychological safety. We have consultative leadership. This type of leadership is where the leader consults their team members. They solicit input and they consider views from everyone. People are able to share their ideas, to share their lived experience, and to share their, as we call it here at Cafe Strategies, their diamond facets. Really show how their different demographics, their different experiences can really add to whatever task or problem that the team is trying to solve. So we have consultative leadership. Another type of leadership we have is supportive leadership. Now this doesn't have a direct effect on team positive climate, but it does affect the psychological safety of the team. This type of leadership 
is where the leaders show concern and support for team members, not only as team members, but as individuals as well. They care. It reminds me of the quote from Maya Angelou where she says, I don't care what you know until I know that you care. So for the classroom, for a student to know that the teacher cares about them and they they feel valued and respected, the student is more likely to learn and more likely to grow and take risk as opposed to not having that connection with the teacher. The third type of leadership is challenging leadership. Now, this type of leader makes sure that their employees are creative. Their employees have that space to take risk and to challenge the status quo and to offer alternative ideas and processes to what is currently in place. They feel empowered and they seek to learn and improve. Now, the thing about challenging leadership, as we'll see soon, is it's very critical to have consultative and supportive leadership in place before you get to that challenging leadership. And we're about to see see why. But before we do, I want to make the point that an employee's creative mindset is highly affected by a leader's behavior. Now, we understand this when it comes to the home, that parents can really dictate the mindset of the child by what type of culture they create in the home, whether the child knows how to take risk, knows how to explore, knows how to interact with people from different backgrounds, knows how to synthesize information and be curious. That is really cultivated first and foremost for a person in their home. And it's true for the classroom as well. Studies show that if a student has a teacher that really has that culture of allowing them to grow, the student can really shine. But if a student has a a teacher that does not and that the classroom is very high stress and toxic, then that has detrimental effects on the student's mindset. Well, guess what? The same thing happens for our workplace as well. Employees' experiences look very different depending on how their leaders behave. And the stats don't lie. The McKinsey study said that most people are stressed because of leadership styles. The research shows that most people find that their managers to be far from ideal. 56% of American workers claim that their boss is mildly or highly toxic. And 75% of Americans say that their boss is the most stressful part of their day. This is affecting not only their work, but their lived experience as well. Another McKinsey study showed that when you looked at the drivers of life satisfaction, job satisfaction was 25% of that whole part. And from job satisfaction, the drivers of job satisfaction includes interpersonal relationships. And from those interpersonal relationships, 86% of that was relationships with management. So relationships with management is a big chunk of overall life satisfaction. So how does employees mindset and quality of work shift or change depending on the level of psychological safety and the combination of leadership behaviors? Check this out. They figured out that there was four different types of zones that employees can fall into depending on the combination of leadership behaviors. The first one is the apathy zone. They found out that when leaders aren't supportive or consultative or challenging, that the employees were afraid of interpersonal relationships, they were reluctant to ask others for help, and they didn't feel motivated to offer improvements or suggestions, which is paramount in creative thinking. 
They felt disengaged and apathetic. So that's the apathy zone when the leaders aren't supportive, consultative, or challenging. The next zone they found was the comfort zone. This happens when leaders are supportive and consultative, but not challenging. Employees felt comfortable voicing opinions and appreciated for being themselves, yet they didn't display ambition and there weren't huge strides in creativity because the challenging aspect of leadership was not there. So that is the comfort zone. Then you have the anxiety zone. This is when leaders are not supportive nor consultative, but they are still challenging. Employees in this zone have anxiety that actually interferes with collaboration, with inquiry, curiosity, and with creativity. They feel alone and unable to ask for help. They don't feel supported or enabled to do their work well and they tend to keep their ideas to themselves, which of course is not the goal of intercultural creativity. So for leaders to make sure that they establish a supportive and consultative style within their leadership framework, but that they're still challenging is key. Because when you have that, when you have leaders that are highly supportive, consultative and challenges and challenges the team, then you have the learning zone. This is where employees can achieve a flow state of creativity. They feel supported and challenged. They believe that they can rise to the occasion and they request for help and they offer help to one another as well. They feel purpose and energized by their work. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the goal for this post-pandemic era, the learning zone. How do we equip leaders to be highly supportive, consultative, which means they have to be self-aware, other aware, and how do they challenge their team effectively? Those are the four zones, the apathy zone, the comfort zone, the learning zone, and the anxiety zone. Your leadership affects the quality of work and life of your team members and places them into one of these zones, depending on how you lead. And that's why I love my opening quote, intercultural creativity rises and falls on leadership their ability to create positive team climates. Lastly, I wanna quickly go over the skills, the predictive skills for a positive team climate and how they are interrelated into the seven gems of intercultural creativity training where we build inclusive cultures of creativity. Skills such as communication, self-awareness, cultural awareness, which is an integral part of intercultural creativity, mindful listening, active listening, situational awareness, you know, being observant, which is the third gem, situational humility, which is attached to curiosity, and intercultural creativity in the whole realm. So a lot of your gems, all of the gems that we teach and train on here at Cafe Strategies really help your leaders get those skill sets to create a learning zone, to create those consultative and supportive and challenging leadership styled skills. So that is your diamond mentor moment for today. I hope you got um, a cool gem from this, that creativity rises and falls on effective leadership and psychological safety lead you to innovation. Once again, I'll be coming out with the book, The Seven Gems of Intercultural Creativity, hopefully by the summer. I thought by the spring, but it looks like the, the summertime. So keep a lookout for that. Keep a lookout for
for my posts online to get these gems tossed at you here and there about how to equip your teams, your leaders with the effective skills of intercultural creativity. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.